look into you know old sinful behaviors that I was a part of, right, and that were damaging my life and my marriage and my family. I could have lost all of them, right? And God delivered me from that, man. Right. And that I give thanks well, to sure. God for that. Every, you know? every addict, every every yeah. person who's been through that kind of stuff. Where me, it was a tracker for them, it's a drug for you. It yeah. might have been anger, but right, you know, whatever it was. But I think that you you stand back and and you appreciate all the things that God has done for you. Where you're coming into Thanksgiving. It ought to be a time where we can say, God, here's what I'm thankful for. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Beagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube. Type in Eagleville Bible Church, you will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn, pastor of Eagleville Bible Church, along with the, our worship pastor, Mark Hosseller. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Thanksgiving because it's coming up in just a few days. So yeah. I enjoy Thanksgiving. What do you guys I, normally do? Like, what's your normal Thanksgiving you know, day? Family, family get-togethers. Um, enjoying time together, fellowship, uh, a lot of times, you know, there's times that we haven't done this in a couple of years, but I love the, to eat that big, huge lunch and then go on a walk, you know, and we usually, we used to walk uh, in the woods right. down, down through a trail, actually the Greenway trail, uh, butts up to my dad's property. So we used to walk that. I just love spending time with my family and close people, friends. Uh, in the last couple of years here, we've got a close knit group of friends that we do marriage groups and stuff with. Uh-huh. And, and so Thanksgiving weekend, usually we'll spend time together having sleepovers at each other's houses and stuff right. and just enjoy a weekend together, you know? Right. So I think it's just that family, uh, friend atmosphere of just fellowshipping and enjoying right. the closest relationships you have, you yeah, know? Usually, I mean, lately I've been running the uh, Miracle Mile to support the Samaritan yeah. house, but they're not doing it this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So then my daughter and Ben, they're not coming up. My son-in-law and daughter, uh, they, they're, oh, they're, they're going to, you know, the other side, which I understand. Well, sure. So every, I'll yeah. see her every other year. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter's working on Thanksgiving day. So I'm not going to see her or my son-in-law. So oh, wow. it'll be uh, me and Jerry and uh, Luke. I plan to fish with a buddy of mine. Yeah, first thing in the morning. Then I've invited a couple of friends over. Hey, if you guys want to stop by, stop by. And, you know, even our secretary, hey, if you want to stop by, stop by. You don't, don't. Yeah. But, you know, here's where we're eating. And when we're eating, if you just want to come by and hang out for an hour or two, yeah. you don't feel I mean, free. Isn't it interesting, Bill, that the, the tendency that most people have is to gather together yeah. in Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas and all of that. And it's like we're, we're up against this time where we're almost, almost like, encouraged not to right you know and that's it's completely well, that's different you know i mean it, what is happening i mean i know some families have said they're not going to get together this year because of covid i know mm-hmm. uh somebody in our church and their kids said no we're not going to come up and see it and it's like okay well i mean that's not wouldn't be my family it, yeah and, but it's uh, important to have it's important to have a grateful heart no matter where you land on that to have a grateful heart through yeah. it, you know, because Thanksgiving reminds us, right? I mean, it reminds us of the need to be grateful. I Listen, mean, I will, I will have fun on Thanksgiving Day. It doesn't matter. It used mm-hmm. to always be football, food, more football, you know, family, friends. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, used, to, I used to always play the uh, flag football game. We played it for, I started it over 20 years ago, I'm sure. And man, I, I never thought there would come a day. But then you get to the point where it's going to be blowing out, you know, pulling hamstrings and maybe uh, hurting an Achilles tendon. And, and you get... As a competitor, you get out there with these 20-year-old oh, yeah. kids, and they're like, they're running like 
the wind and you're running like a turtle <laughs> and it's like they blow by you like you're not even running at all and then you're like okay you well i guess it's notice, time for me to fish. you all of a sudden notice you're the weak link i can run i go out and run the downhill run when they have it right uh, the miracle mile mm-hmm. and i can fish i can do that kind of stuff so i'll do it but yeah i mean that i like i like the the thanksgiving and i look forward to the turkey and the pies and all these stuff and just being grateful to god for all the things that he's done and we're supposed to be have gratitude towards god i said in mm-hmm. um, psalm 136 one give thanks to the lord he's good his love endures forever give thanks to the god of gods his love endures forever give thanks to the lord of lords his love endures forever why because his love endures forever and my question is this you know how have you experienced god's love this year you know where you feel like yeah look lord this is really where i've experienced your love yeah i mean to me just the again i come back to just the closeness like earlier this year where we had to we had to leave the office you know we had to get into my house you know and work from home and each of us you know as a staff and doing things differently in church and and first off, I mean, just them family relationships, my wife, I mean, I've just grown to, to love her so much, you know, and so much more through this year where we were, it was almost a force kind of, you have to be together more, you right. know, and that was a blessing, you know, and my children the same way. And then, as I said, you know, the church family, we couldn't gather for many weeks, you know, but, right. but still being connected in unique ways and still being encouraged and shown love through it all. And man, I, that's great. You know, and I, I take that as a testimony of God in my life, you know, right. God uh, working in these relationships around me, you know, that's great. I, I think uh, answers to prayer, you know, for me, there are times I ask for wisdom, God gives it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that everyone's going to always agree with some of the decisions that you have to make, but you got to make them. I'm mean, sure, especially with COVID. I mean, I found that I've had a lot of make a lot of decisions, and you talk to people about it. But you know, when it comes down to it, like closing down the church for two weeks, it's just a decision I had to make. Mm-hmm. So you know, I could, I talked to you about it, I talked to Steve, I talked to others about it, but ultimately, just through prayer and allowing you know the Holy Spirit to guide me. Yeah. And man, I prayed and prayed and prayed about it. And I, that's when I appreciate God. You know, he'll, he'll give me the wisdom. He'll show me what to do. And, Absolutely. And you do it and, and you do the best that you can. And, you know, honestly, Bill, that, that was one of the other ways. I mean, how have you experienced God's love? In the scriptures, I've noticed more often this year than, not, than others, I've been picking up on phrases like, I am with you. Mm-hmm. I am with you. The reminders, be strong and courageous. Right. I'm with you. Right. You know, I, he hasn't left us. He's not, he hasn't left the throne. Right. No matter what's going on, God's still in control. His, it says, it is loyal love and his faithfulness endures forever. I mean, his faithfulness towards us is always there. Right. I just think people, though, question that, to be honest with you, like when they find out about murder hornets coming to the United States. <laughs> it's like, we didn't have murder enough. Hornet. We didn't have enough. We had, we had like COVID right. and, and all this stuff. And then you have all the you know political unrest and yeah. uh, riots in the street. My goodness. Burning down Minneapolis. Oh. And... That wasn't enough. You had to have murder hornets. I, I think people were out at murder hornets. They were like, that's enough. That's it. That's enough of 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's 2020. It. But, you know, I look at right. it. People have really griped about 2020. I've heard, when is 2020 going to be over? Please, 2020, can it be over? This and that. You know, you I hear it all the time. And yet, when I think about 2020, 2020 was a great year for me. Yeah. it was. I'm not saying it was a great year uh, for church attendance. I'm not saying it was a great year for, you know, we've, we've had a total, we've closed eight weeks so far in 2020. Mm-hmm. I hate that. But my daughter got married. And she's happily married. That's great. 
That was 2020. Yeah. I look at that. And she got right the weekend before everything went crazy with COVID. She, she got married. She went yeah. on her honeymoon. Yeah, that's right. When she came back in the airport, you started to see a few masks. It was just starting mm-hmm. when she got back. She was in front of all that. By the next weekend, I mean, they were questioning if people could even have reception. So we got that done. I went out west. I've been wanting to go out west for years and years. I got to see the Grand Canyon. I got to see the Sequoia yeah. uh, National Forest and a whole, Death Valley and a bunch of other places that I got to see. I was like, wow, you know, that's that's really awesome. I, I think of uh, 37 times out on the water on a kayak this year. I think of uh, mm-hmm. great friends that I've made or friendships that have been developed, uh, finding new hiking trails, a whole nine yards. I mean, there's a lot of great things. Starting a podcast. Starting a you podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, too, um, I mean, uh, getting COVID and getting through it. Yeah, right. Okay, you know, ever since right. it started, I'm like, can I just get this over with? Mm-hmm. Now it's over with. So, I mean, I feel truly... There's, I have so much to be thankful for. And I you hear do. people complain all the time about 2020. I'm like, yeah, but surely it's yeah. such a unique year Yeah, that there's got to be some things you can look at and say, here's why 2020 was awesome. I th- did eight weddings in 2020. Yeah. That, I mean, that's they never stopped. I mean, right? one of my good friends, your good friend too with him. Uh, he, I talked to him just before we started our, our recording. And uh, when I, he answered the phone, and he said, hey, this is the day the Lord's made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. You right. know, And that's, that should be our attitude. No matter right. what year we're in, 2020, or what, no matter what we're doing, God's still faithful. He's still with us. Right. So, God, this is your day. It's, well, it's, and with Thanksgiving coming up, I think that we have to remind ourselves of that. Like, yeah. you need to sit back and count your blessings. Yeah. If you're healthy right now, uh, you have a job right now, you got a roof over your head, there's food, you know, you have friends. There, I've been through, yeah, I've in the last couple of years, I've been through some rocky times. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny it. I'm, mm-hmm. That's on the home front, friend right. front, uh, church front, you name it. I mean, I, I've been through some really, really rough waters. However, I've seen great things. Yes. And I'm a happy man. And I just yes. always try to, one of the biggest things for me, and, and we'll talk, we might as well throw it in there now, just attitude. It, it says in uh, Philippians 4, uh, starting with four, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Then the peace of God will come. But, I, you know, come to God. Don't be worried. Don't be anxious. When you pray, be thankful. There's yeah. got to be an attitude of gratitude I, I just, when it comes to our lives. And, like, I look at life and I'm grateful. Yeah. And I would much rather go through life with an attitude of, hey, yeah, man, I'm I'm happy. There's a lot of hard things I've been through, but I just try to stay upbeat yeah, no matter absolutely. what. Absolutely. I mean, well, I think I think an attitude of gratitude is contagious. Right. That's one thing I think. You know, when you're around a grateful person, you become more grateful. Right. You start to see things like half full instead right. of having a half empty all the time, you know? And, and I think you become that person that, becomes contagious to other to other right. people. It's one of them things that other people love to be around people that are grateful. You know, you hate to be around people that are negative all the time. I mean, come on, you know. Right. And grateful people are they tend to be positive. Right. You know, they just and tend I'll, to be I'll complain with the best of them and I'll point out things where there are problems because that that's part of my job too. You know, part of my job is is spotting problems, and spotting rocks in a river. I don't you think it's what? negativity. I'm grateful that you do that. Right. Because that helps me, you right. know, and you're not doing it for just to be critical. You're doing it to help others. Right. There's you know? a rock so, in the river. Yeah. We need to get around that rock. We right. It would be smart on our part not to hit that rock right there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've been through things. I mean, I think about COVID hitting this county like a flash flood in a slot canyon. It, 
I never anticipated that wave. Like that oh, wave man, come through. Was... We had six months where we didn't even have anyone in church sick at all. Mm-hmm. Now I got a list of a hundred people sick. Not everyone's from the church. A lot of people are. And you know, whether they got sick here or got sick at work or got sick wherever, I mean, they're sick. That yeah. lot now, 80 of my names have been through it. And I think so, that's right. key. I mean, that's that's key, so right. important is just to recognize. All right, so Psalm 107, 19 through 21. Listen to what this says. It says, They cried out to the Lord in their distress. He delivered them from their trouble. He sent them an assuring word. He healed them. He rescued them from the pit they were trapped in. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his loyal love and for the amazing things that he has done for the people. Right. God's doing amazing things, right. even in the midst of our crisis right, right now. We're talking to people all the time. We're praying for people all the time, but we're talking to them, and they're saying, hey, I'm on my last couple of days of quarantine. I'm getting right. through this thing. And I had one lady, she said, Mark, I really thought I was going to die. Right. I thought this thing was going to kill me, and I'm getting through it just fine. And I'm like, praise God for that. Right. Praise God for that. You know? And that's and, probably 95% of the people that mm-hmm. I've talked to. They're all doing fine. No one's complaining about it, but then six people hospitalized. I know. And, and we want to just keep <clears throat> praying for those Pray people. For those we want to be, um, we want to be grateful Guess that what? God and is I'm, with us. There's going to come yeah. a day when I give thanks for them. Amen. When I give thanks that they're out that's of the right. hospital, when I give thanks that God has answered prayer, that's what I'm looking that's forward to that hope, day. Man. But I yeah. couldn't anticipate it. You know, like I couldn't, anticipate that wave that was going to hit that fast. I mean, I don't think anyone in the county could. I mean, we were used to, you know, you get 100 new cases every month. Every month every month it was the same. You get like 100 new cases. Next month, and 100 new cases. Now we're getting 400 new cases every seven days. Yeah. So some days you're getting 100 cases in a day. There was actually a day like that. So I couldn't anticipate it. But I'm still grateful for everything that I'm going through. I'm still grateful for everything that God is doing. I'm so grateful every time that I hear uh, somebody got better. Um, somebody got yes. through it. Somebody's safe. Somebody I was concerned about is upbeat. I look at all the people around me. They're upbeat about it. They're positive mm-hmm. about it. They're getting through it. You know, I see them concerned for their friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if they're in a, hey, I'm still praying for this one, that one. I mean, I just, it's all things. But God's, one thing we need, we need to learn to do too, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You got it in all circumstances. Now, it doesn't say give God thanks for all circumstances. Like if I wrecked my car, my house burned down. I'm not saying I'm going to say, God, I thank you. I lost all my family pictures for sure. Right. Um, but I'm going to, if I'm alive, I'm going to give thanks for that. If I have insurance, I can rebuild it. I'm going to give thanks for that. I'm going to give whatever I can to find to be thankful for. That's what I'm going to do. So I was a truck driver for a couple of years here. And last, you know, um, last job I had before the church was a truck driver for, lo- for logging industry. And I was going down route 71 and I was coming down the hill and Boom, my motor blew up. The bottom of my motor got a hole in it. And everything out of the bottom of that motor, down down to Route 71, you know, down the road. I'm on the side of the road. I come out, and there's there's stuff out of that oil just all over the road. I call my boss. He's like, all right, I'm I'm actually on 71. I'll be there in just a couple minutes. He gets there with the guy. I get into his truck. And, and he tells me, hey, just sit back. And he turns on worship music. And he blares worship music in his truck. I thought I was going to get yelled at. Right. You know? I didn't know. And he just starts singing on the top of his lungs. And he's just praising the Lord. And I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> he says, you know what? God's still in control, Mark. 
we're going to be okay. Right. And like a week later, I had a whole new truck that I was able to drive and everything. He knew he wasn't worried about it. He's like, all right, this is just, a, you know, write it off. It's fine. You know, right. but he gave thanks through the situation. Right. He was worshiping God, no matter what the circumstance, you know, and that well, was inspiring one, to me. I'll say you know? one thing about that guy. He can cope. Like when I, what I find a lot yeah. in our world today is the inability to cope with curveballs. Yeah. Like you, right. you, they get like, somebody gets a flat, they're all panicked or freaked out about it. Some, some little mm-hmm. thing happens to them. I'm looking at it like, okay. Oh, I thought I was going to lose my job. Yeah. I'm like, it's over. Then we'll I'm done. It. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, nope, God's still in control, yeah. you know? And I love that, man. It, it inspired me. Hey, you know what? That's just a minor thing. It looks huge. It right. looks huge when you're in the middle of it. It looks like, oh, how can I go forward, man? You know what? God's in control. Right. And keep him there. For you, every you problem. Don't get into control yourself. Keep God on the throne. For every problem, there's a solution. Anyway, yeah. I remember one time uh, I was I was working on a farm. It was an old tractor. It was a big tractor and had a big front end loader on it. And they had me picking up massive rocks. And they would say, okay, throw them down this gully. Now, it's in New York. It's around the Finger Lakes. A lot of roll in the land. It's not quite mountainy, but I mean, if you've ever been around the Finger mm-hmm. Lakes, man, it rolls. Yeah. And also, uh, there's a big ditch. I can never see how deep it was. And the tractor didn't have any brakes. So you had, what I would do is you would put it in reverse, which is one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, reverse. You would, you would put it in reverse and let out the clutch, and that was your brake. Oh, my goodness. That's how you brake. So you're rolling downhill, <laughs> dropping these big rocks off in this, down this cliff, ledge, whatever it is. That's where they told you to pitch them, letting the clutch out while you're in reverse. Well, the one time I put it in third, not reverse. Oh, when I let out the clutch thinking I was breaking, the tractor jumped. Oh, my goodness. It jumped. That'd be terrifying. Uh, well, it almost killed me. Um, but the bucket caught on the other side of the ravine. So my back tire is on one side of the ravine. Oh, my The bucket's goodness. on the other. I'm looking down 20 feet probably. I'm looking down. And my front wheels are just now suspended in midair. Yeah. Now, this was a day where you look at it and you say, God, you just saved my life. That's right. If that bank wasn't there, I would have been dead right then at 19 mm-hmm. years old. I, I would have killed me sure as, sure as can be. Because mm-hmm. you can't stop that tractor. No. You're never going to get it back in reverse. I mean, once it was gone, it lunged. Oh, yeah. It lunged. It happened in a half second. It just, you let out a clutch and you're in third gear. Let me tell you what, buddy. Oh, it jumps. Yeah. Just, I mean, literally mm -hmm. lunges like a lion pouncing on an antelope. You know what I'm saying? It lunged. Wow. And that front end bucket caught. And so what I did was I just left it running, climbed (laughs) off it. Went for the farm man, Louie. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, Louie. That guy was so wise. I mean, he could, he got it out like that. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't put it in third gear again. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. um, but right, but I no, look at that then. kind of stuff like that. You know, you're talking about giving thanks. I mean, there's so many times where I feel mm-hmm. like I might not have lived for that except for God. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have made that except for God. And I think that when you can look back on your life and just say, God, man, you've kept me alive. You yeah. saved me when I was foolish. Oh, my goodness. You yeah. kept me out of trouble. I, I just love it. And that's attitude. And then, again, thanks just in all things, not for all things, but in all things, having yeah. the right kind of attitude. I think all that stuff is ultimately 
super, super important. I think, yeah, that, that story reminds me of Psalm 138, 7, where it says, even when I must walk in the midst of danger, you in a dangerous situation right. there, even when I go through that and come out on the other side, you revive me. Right. And like, that actually gives me life. That actually like, right. wow, look at what God did right. for me, man. I'm going to go live for him even more because he saved me through that. He right. delivered me through that. And we're talking about stories of, you know, vehicles and all that stuff. But no, you, you look into, you know, old sinful behaviors that I was a part of. Right. And that were damaging my life and my marriage and my family. I could have lost all of them. Right. And God delivered me from that, man. Right. And that I give thanks well, to sure. God for that. Every, you know? every addict, every every yeah. person who's been through that kind of stuff, where me it was a tractor, for them it's a drug, for you it yeah. might have been anger, but right. you know, whatever it was. But I think that you you stand back and, and you appreciate all the things that God has done for you, where you're coming into Thanksgiving. It ought to be a time where we can say, God, here's what I'm thankful for. It doesn't mean that everything's going your way. No. It do- doesn't mean that you got everything you wanted. It's just being thankful for what you do have. Yeah, and in Colossians. And I, I, I try not to be thankful for what I don't. Like, I try not to think about what I don't have. I try to think about what I do have. Amen. Right. And in Colossians, we're reminded, whatever we do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through him, right. you know, and it's important to live out. I'm, I'm reminded right now of Galatians 2 20, where it says the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God, right. you know, and so do everything by faith, do everything in Thanksgiving with a grateful heart to right. God through Jesus, man. And you're going to have positivity in right. your life. You're going to have revival in right. your life. I you talked know? to a man, he was frustrated. He's been sick. He doesn't have COVID, uh, but he's he's just been really sick for a few weeks and he's frustrated and doesn't know, you know, what's really going on with him, and doesn't, you know, it's hard when you don't have answers, you know, you're sick, but you don't really have an answer for why you're sick. So what I reminded him of and something that I thought about when I was sick for 14 days, as sick as I was, it could have been a lot worse. Mm. And I just reminded myself of that. This could be worse. It could. And and it is worse for some people. And there are six people from our church that has been hospitalized. It's worse for them. Yeah. Now, they can be thankful that they're still going because it could be worse even for them. Right. So, I mean, there's always right. something you can look at and say, listen, somebody's got it worse. I'm going to be okay. God's got this. He's in control. I'm going to remain with this attitude of gratitude, and that is up to you. And we hope yeah. that's uh, your heart. You know, you come to this Thanksgiving season, get together with your family, give thanks, look at what God has done, all the blessings he's given you in your life. Just give him some credit. That's it. Yeah. You know, you look above and say, God, you get the credit uh, for what I'm experiencing right now. You all have a great and a blessed week and a happy holiday. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yep.